on today's Prep Rally podcast, we will review Bentonville West 34-21 win against Rogers last week, and we'll take a look at this week's big 7A West Conference clash as Fayetteville and Bentonville get it on again. It's the Prep Rally Podcast, the only podcast in the state dedicated to prep sports. Brought to you by the Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Here's your host, Chip Souza. And welcome to the Prep Rally Podcast. I'm Chip Souza, joined by Rick Fires, Paul Boyd, Henry Apple. Boys, we are six weeks now into the prep football season. We got four weeks left to go in the regular season, and conference races are starting to take shape. You know what? That's what I really love about this time of year, you see the pecking order now. Yes. Like you said, we got a big game on Friday, that Benville, and it's going to determine the seeding. This this time of year, the next few weeks, is going to determine if you go or and when you go. Now, Rick, you and I last week were over at Centerton for Bentonville West yes. Rogers. Rogers came in with a perfect 5-0 record. Bentonville West was coming off of a win the week before. Tell you what, Rick, this is one of those games where, you know, coaches, you know, oftentimes use cliches. Hey, this just in. Coaches use cliches. We're going to play 120%, 10%, whatever. Yep. We gave it our all. Next man up, yep. whatever, okay? Worst sports what, writers. Yes, but I tell you what, <laughs> Dalton Rice was next man up, and he was ready, Ricky. That's one reason the, um, uh, we selected. I, se- I selected him, our player of the week. He didn't have uh, big-time stats. I see all these stats and everything. But this kid, when his number was called, and just perfect example, you got to be ready. Uh, the, the starter got hurt. He was limping around. I saw him limping around, and Dalton went in there. A lot of times, you know, he had a fumble, uh, backup will come in and do something to hurt the team. Uh, they didn't change up a thing. What Brian said, he did a superb job. Got that uh, uh, third nine. He got that th- uh, nine and three quarters. Is move, that what move, you said? Yeah, moved the chains. He moved the chains. Then they scored the uh, uh, just put it out of reach on the next play. But uh, that's that's the way you come in off the sideline and play. Perfect couple, example. Couple of Ricky, couple of big redemptive plays in that game too for Bentonville West. Uh, one of them, the receiver um, uh, Jackson. Rust yeah. had dropped a touchdown pass yep. in the end zone. We don't talk about that a lot, but he dropped one. It hit him in the yep. chest, dropped it. Uh, for It would have been a touchdown. They didn't get one out of it. He came, comes back and redeems himself yep. with a 68-yard scoring pass. And, Ricky, it was a great play. It, it was one of them. You could tell it was one of those funny things. You watch it unfold, and it looks like it's unfolding in slow motion. He catches about a 20-yard pass yep. from, from our boy Dalton, 20-yard pass. But you think they're going to tackle him. They're going to tackle him. They're not going to tackle him. He's, he just, <laughs> yeah. kept grabbing for him. Right in the middle. Yeah, yeah. and he just kept getting away from him, and he yeah. takes it 68 and houses it. That's a big play. Yep. That turned a one-possession game back to a two-possession game. And then after Rodgers has scored a touchdown, make it again a one-possession um, at 28-21, it looks like Rodgers may have Bentonville West stopped, third and nine. Oh, they were they were chomping at the bit to get that ball back. They were. Had the momentum. Absolutely had, had the, the momentum. momentum. And it's third and nine, and uh, and then and, and Dalton Rice comes up with a big play. He back, you know goes back to pass. Receivers are covered. He takes off and gets the first down. They move the chains. They're go, they've got the game clinched right there because it you know they're they've they've got the first down that they yep. needed. Uh, but then the next play, Braden Jones, who had fumbled had earlier fumbled. in the game, yep, had sure fumbled. Did. He gets his chance, and he housed a 43-yard run to the end zone. That was what made the final 34-21. So not only Dalton, big story there on him coming off the bench and that kind of thing, but two big redemptive plays for a couple of West kids who had made a couple of mistakes earlier in the game. 
That's why Brian talked to you about that. I said, man, you know, we're not going to stop going to them. We went right back at, uh, to them, and they made the plays we, we knew they could make. And so uh, just a great win uh, for West. It kind of threw the whole conference into kind of jumble. Except, you know, Bentonville's still undefeated in conference play. But we'll see about uh, this time next week. Exactly. So, Henry, you had mentioned this, too. You had talked to Brian Pratt, I think, for one of your notes last week. Um, about how the season still is in front of Bentonville West. The conference championship is still in front of them if they can win out. Yeah, he needs uh, to win out and for uh, Bentonville to beat Fayetteville or somebody to beat Fayetteville along the way and knock them out of it so they could be the top seed. So, right. they, you know, they're sitting in a good spot right now as long as, you know, if Fayetteville – you know, falls out. They've got to get – that's their one hiccup yeah, it, right now. Now, uh, something a little bit concerning, uh, uh, Carson Morgan was injured again Friday night. Um, he did not play in the second half. Um, he looked like a leg injury again. Um, he was – you know, took him to the locker room there right before halftime, didn't play in the second half. So, um, he is a big part of that Bentonville West uh, running – rushing game. Um, so it'll be we you know need to keep an eye on that because he 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 is a big part of their offense. But I tell you what, and Henry, you would like this too. And Rick, I don't know, were you on the Rogers side or the Bentonville West side, or did you kind of go back? I, I go back and forth. And matter of fact, I was sitting there when uh, he got hurt. More, okay, and he took a lick. I he mean, did. He and, did. Uh, but after the game, he was walking around. So that's good, good. news. Um, but I was going to tell you, and Henry, you'll like this. Paul, you'll like this. Ty Durham. I think we talk about him every week. The long touchdown reception that he had on a kind of a pass over the middle in which he stiff-armed a Rodgers defensive yeah. back to the ground. Absolutely. To the ground. And he's not a big old boy either. No. He stiff-armed him to the ground, Paul, and finished off that run. Did you see the, the, the video of it? No, I, I haven't watched it this Wow. Time. What a heck of a and play. And that's another play that it was like a 20-yard pass, and he takes it into, uh, 71 what, 71 yards. yards. Yeah. And he is, man, how is he going to – uh, get through all that, but he stiffed armed one guy, went around another one. He is just outstanding. I love receiver. that kid's moxie too. He's he's uh, yes. he is in he's enthusiastic about it, yeah. <laughs> which he should be when you're yes. 17, 18. Exactly, exactly. So big big win for Bentonville West. Also big win for Fayetteville uh, Friday night. They went over to Razorback Stadium. They're playing two games there this year, Paul. Uh, they played against Fort Smith Southside last week over there, and they play, they're going to play Springdale there uh, here in a couple weeks. The reason why is they're doing a massive construction project at Harmon Stadium. It's kind of a mess um, on that one end, and but when they get done, it's going to be very, very nice. Oh, but right good. now it's a yes. mess. It's affected parking, um, that kind of thing. So they had agreed before the season started, to, they were going to play all their home games at Razorback Raise Stadium. Back. Then the seniors for Fayetteville kind of got together and said, well, we want to play games at home if we possibly can. It's our senior year. It's yep. our stadium. So they kind of worked it out, and they're, they've played two uh, games at Razorback, and they'll play. Uh, now, I don't know how the playoffs might be affected by it, but it also has to be a weekend that the Razorbacks are not at home. Yes. Uh, so, you know, that kind of has Scheduling to work together. Scheduling has, yeah. has to work. Yeah, or, exactly. Or there is that possibility – if you remember a few years back when Bentonville and Bentonville West shared Tiger Stadium as their home field, mm -hmm. both of them got in the playoffs and both of them were hosts, what they did is they would have to host one on Thursday night yeah. and one, uh, one Friday night. Yeah. So Fayetteville could, if they wanted to play at Harmon Field in the playoffs, they could play that game Thursday night could. as well. Um, so the big win for them. 
And, of course, that, that like you mentioned, Ricky, this is uh, the pecking order is starting to, to come yep. into play. Uh, and, and that sets up this week's big, big, big Bentonville. At, when did Bentonville and Fayetteville ever play that it's not big? Uh, but a big game. Uh, uh, Lindsey coming off another big passing game. Here's an interesting statistic, Paul and Ricky. I don't know if you guys keep up with this or not. So last year at this time, Fayetteville was averaging uh, fewer yards per game with Bladen Fike and Isaiah Satania than they are right now huh. with Drake Lindsey and that crew. So this year's crew, statistically speaking, is ahead of last year's pace. Well, I'm kind of surprised by that. Yeah. But I know last year's running game was better. And I, I keep saying, Fable's got to, uh, when they got a lead, man, they got to um, eat some clock for the I, running I was, game. I was yeah. going to say, is that more of a, uh, a a hat tip to the offensive line? Is the could offensive be. line better? It could be. Better? Uh, but, um, and you, you know, now what you could, you, you could also say, is Ricky, is Fable, are they, are they deeper at receiver? This year they, they, than may they were be. last year? They may be. You know, and, could be. And, and I they, mean, they, they can go back to three, four, five years they've had, um, if not the best, one of the best receiving cores in the league. And uh, these guys right now, uh, Delamar. Kalen Morris. Kalen Morris. Uh, 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 I can't one. think of all. Yeah, number names. one. I've, I've got uh, Lake, Lake, Lock, Lake, Lock. Lake yeah. McKinney? McKinney. McKinney. That's yeah. who yeah. I'm trying another to great, think of. Another, another, number three. Yes. Uh, big, big-time players, and they're they're really, I mean, you know, you look at it and you think, man, you know, coming into the season, we, you looked at it and you're like, man, Fayetteville, I mean, they're going to they're gonna kind of be down. You know, they got to have a new quarterback. Yep, and, that's and what you I lose, was thinking. You, know, you lose Satania. And, and, uh, and number nine, the one they had, you know, number the kid from last year, Jalen. Uh, or gone Black, blank. Black, Blackburn? Blackburn, yeah. Jaden. Blackburn. Yeah. Uh, big receiver. So yep. you're thinking they're going to – Surely they'd be down a little bit, right? Well, guess what? They're not. They're not. <laughs> They're not. No. Um, and the defense is playing. You know, the, we knew they'd play. I mean, with your check back. And, oh, he's and, a great and, player. Yeah, and, and, you know, they, they got him back. And, and uh, uh, good good defensive guys. Secondary. Yep, yeah, secondary. Uh, so, we you know, we, we figured they might lean on their defense. But I tell you what, I think the big surprise in the region, without question, has been the play of Drake Lindsey. Um, yeah. He, he's really – first of all, he looks great in the uniform. He's about – He looks six, the part, doesn't he? He's a 6'3 or so and, and uh, delivers a great ball. Um, and I'm, I've got a, a little bit of a, a shameless plug here. I'm, I've got, I'm going to have a feature story on him in Friday's Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. He's a junior, uh, right? He's a junior. Yeah. Uh, missed his whole freshman year. Had uh, ta- interviewed him yesterday, and he was uh, like boys will do, goofing around, playing basketball. And uh, and going up to dunk and trying to dunk and things like that came down wrong on his left knee and uh, tore the patellar tendon in his knee. Missed his whole freshman year. So that's uh-huh. a year. Take, that, take yeah. that year off the calendar. Out. Um, so last year he played on the junior varsity and uh, so he learned a lot from Bladen Fike and, and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, I tell you what, uh, you know, we shouldn't be surprised he's a Lindsay. You know, he's he's you know great athlete. Obviously, blood, the bloodlines there are. are Phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think any of us saw him maybe playing at such a high level that he's playing at as a first-year starter quarterback. I've seen him about three times, and I'm still. Uh, but you know what? He's got some great players, like you said, great receiver. So uh, hats off to Casey Dick and that coaching staff over there uh, when they first when he first come in from Van Buren. It's a little rough that one, but man, they got it going over there now. Then they're building this new tri-level. Uh, field house facility, so there's good days ahead for the favorable Bulldogs. Exactly. So that's going on, and uh, of course, uh, 
Uh, also, you know, some big games, uh, you know, last week, Harbor got its first win mm-hmm. um, against uh, rival, you know, Springdale, you know, got a well, win What better there. team to get it against, right? At, yeah, absolutely. Get your crosstown rival. So you get to brag for, you get to brag for a year. Uh, so good, you know, good for the, the uh, Wildcats. They got them a win there. Uh, Bentonville, as we figured, they rolled over Rogers Heritage, 42-7. So big win there. Jo- another another good game from our boy, from our guy, Josh Ficklin. Henry? Well, uh, yeah, with, with – uh, well, he had four touchdowns, but upon further re- review, only three of them were rushing touchdowns because I sit and watched the replay on his first touchdown. A little toss. No, he actually fumbled the ball uh, at the one. Oh. But okay. then he fell on it in the end zone, so therefore he's not credited with a rushing touchdown, okay. but a fumble recovery touchdown. Oh, I got so you. Now, I got you. So now he has scored four different ways this year. I got by you. By pass, by run, by kickoff return, and now by fumble recovery. Well, that's why we got Henry because I, I would have said, "Nah, hell, that, that's a touchdown." Yeah. We uh, we got to get him a def- got to put him in at defensive back. Get him a get him a, see if they can get him a pick six somewhere along the way. Uh, so Bentonville wins big. So the seven A West, you're looking at Bentonville, Bentonville West, Fayetteville, Rogers. That's your four yes. teams, and they're all still in the mix. Um, and so uh, like Rod, like uh, Bentonville West, Rogers. You know they're they're you know they're path to a conference championship. They need a little. Let me, let me repeat that again, Paul. They, yeah. Rogers' path to a conference championship. How often do you say that well, in the same yeah, sentence? Yeah, you, were, you don't even make that sentence. But, yeah, but what you're going to say is, yeah, they need a little help. They need a little help, but it, but it's still there for. They're them. still in. They're still in the. Still in the exactly. So got that. Rogers going to clean their turn up, turnover situation up, Ricky. Yeah, they're uh, they're turned the ball over too many times, yes. and they also got some pretty. Boneheaded penalties uh, the other night too, yep. um, so they're gonna have to clean that up uh, for sure. But I don't have any doubt, Chad Harbison. I think they'll probably spend a little bit of time on that this I week. I think so. I think they will. Uh, so that's going on there. Now uh, going to the six A West, Lake Hamilton, Little Rock Christian, Pulaski Academy, Greenwood. Nothing else needs to be said about the six A West. Hey, let, 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 let's stop right there. And we talked about how much we like these uh, uh, new conferences this year. Look at this schedule right here in the six A West. Where's my glasses? Right here. Look at that. How do you pick? You've got Lake Hamilton at yep. Greenwood. Yep. You've got Little Rock Christian, which you and I yeah, saw very yep. good, at Siloam Spring. Okay. Pulaski Academy yep. at Van Buren. And Russellville and Greenbar. Man, those are some excellent games right there. That I, uh, one of the reasons I love this league. Isn't that something? That's I think, I think it's lineup. the toughest conference in, in, in Arkansas high school football. Henry, what do you think? I, that, it, you know, yes. Beyond the yeah. shallow, it, yeah, it is tough when you. And this week, it's Lake Hamilton, it's Greenwood. They are going to butt heads. And Woo. hey, I've seen this happen before, and I know what this story's like. You know, get your popcorn, get your drink ready, and get ready for a knockdown, drag out, winner take all. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It'll be a great one. Uh, skipping down to the five A West, Farmington big win over Dardanelle. Uh, Alma with a bounce back win against P Ridge. Shallow Christian, Henry, you were at that game. I. I Figured Shiloh could would win it, could win it. I thought it would be a a, a closer game than that. I did too, but I don't know. Uh, Harrison somewhere their game plan disappeared somewhere along US four twelve between there and <laughs> Alpina. Springdale. I'm saying Alpina. Alpina. They, yeah. It does it every time. You lose it in Alpina. Yeah, it, there's that little speed trap just outside. Exactly. Of, you know, exactly. That's so, it. That's because it. Uh, and I mentioned it in my story Saturday. On the opening drive, Shallow Christian needed 11 plays to score. Ran about three minutes off the clock. Okay, 
that's nothing yeah. you know, not special unusual, yeah. and stuff like that. By the time they had run 11 more offensive plays, they had a 28-7 to lead. Yeah, it snowballed. <laughs> I mean, that it, quick strike. It, it, that's it, not a snowball, Paul. That's an avalanche. Well, but that sounds like shallow Christian. Yeah, it does. Yeah, scored in bunches. So, shallow Christian, big win there. Uh, Prairie Grove. Ricky, they got a big win against Clarksville 36 without Ethan Miller. He did not even play in this game. Um, he got a little dinged up, and, and, and Danny Absher said, you know what, our not to take anything away from Clarksville, our bigger games are coming up. We need a healthy Ethan Miller to, to in order to play with Shiloh, you know, play with Farmington. So they rested him, and uh, that's a little scary. That's a scary thought there for the last couple of weeks of the, of the conference. Yeah, season. and here comes Connor Hobbs, I guess. He rushes for over 100. Then yeah. you got Wetzel, and then they just grounded out. I think they had like 375 yards rushing, and now Miller – uh, he's he raring to go now for the yep. next well, big game. Does, yep. Doesn't that say something about their offensive line? It does. Yeah. Well, but Paul <laughs> right or or. They, they it's, just, they just right or or. It's, it's, it's what we have said all year long consistently. Prairie Grove's kids are strong. They spend time in the weight room. Uh, making that move up in classification in the trenches for them, not a big move. Not a big move. And, and and that's what you're seeing now. They they were equipped to play in the fight. Danny might not have been ready for that move. He was a little surprised, but didn't take him long to get ready. But physicality, yes. they they're not a problem. But but Chip, don't you agree that isn't that normally where you see teams that aren't maybe able to adjust when they move up in classification? That that, te- that tells you the kind of weight room yes. that Prairie Grove's been yes. running, and also the kind of player mm-hmm. that they have at Prairie Grove tough. is big, tough, farm, strong, you know, kids yes, who, who who have impeccable work, work ethic. Mm-hmm. I've watched them for years, and I've seen – I remember a 5'9 quarterback, well, uh, a cornerback. Man, what, what that little boy, what's he doing out there? And he went – he's like a little baney rooster. He went over there, and he jumped on them running backs and took them to the ground. Nobody tackled to the ground fundamentally – and more physically than Prairie Grove. Well, Ricky, I've been like saying the, that for years. All the little Bartholomew kids over there. They're, yeah. you know, five foot five, 180 pounds of, of tree trunk, you know, <laughs> trying to trying to run and ta- try to tackle those kids, you know. And they, uh, I remember Weston Bartholomew seeing him, you know, one time yeah. pregame without a shirt on. You're like, holy good, my God. Yeah. That kid looks like, you know, he's been chiseled out there. And I, and I asked somebody about it. They're like, hey, hey, you know, you think the weight room here at school is good. You should go see what they have in their garage. And so that's what yeah. they that's what they do is they they lift in that and the Bartholomews lifted in their garage and and you know put that work in and and uh, man it, it you know that's what they that's what they have that's what Prairie Grove football is all about country boy football yep love yep. it so big games this week Henry in the four A one we're kind of tightening down a little bit but the first big one on the board we got Gentry at Ozark this week two unbeaten's yep who. We might have thought Ozark would be there, but and Gentry. Interesting note that in speaking with Justin Bigham the other day, Gentry is now six and zero back to back seasons. Back to back, yep. This is the first time it's happened this century. This century that they were six and zero in back to back seasons. Right. Uh, I think you know Shiloh and Prairie Grove moving up to five A. Everybody, all the schools in the 4A1, Ricky, looked at this as like, this is our chance. This mm-hmm. is our time. The, you know, the two kingpins are out, but it already lost P. Ridge a couple of years before. This is our chance 
And so you're seeing Elkins and Gentry, not counting Ozark. Ozark was already good. They, they yeah. were already good. But Gentry and, you know, Elkins, you're, they're, they're seizing their opportunity. They're seizing their opportunity to rule this conference along with Ozark. Now, Henry, make no mistake about it, Gentry faces a very tall task on Friday. They do. Yeah, it's going to be Ozark's ground game, that Big physical, yes. against a Gentry team who's maybe not as physical, but, man, they know how to put points on the board. And you get that ball in Chris Bell's hands, he's going to make something happen. And it, most of the time, it's good. Yep. So that'll be a good one. And then, of course, Elkins. Uh, you know, they, they won big, big, big against Berryville last Friday night. They've got it rolling. Dizzy Dean accounted for five touchdowns. He's the quarterback. Again, Ricky, I ask you, if your name is Slade and your nickname is Dizzy, why aren't you just going by Slade? <laughs> that's, that's the coolest name that you could have, but whatever. Yeah. Uh, but and then he's got his twin brother who's Stone Dean. Stone Dean, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, uh, and that one's coming around too where Elkins is going to be playing. So, toward the last games of the season, you've got Elkins playing Ozark, playing Gentry, playing that little triangle yeah. right there. That's going to be couple, that's gonna be some good games. Yeah, that's, that's all happening within the next three weeks. Yes. Because you've got Gentry, Ozark this week. Then I think next week, it's Ozark goes to Gentry. Yes. Or goes to Elkins. And then week after that, Elkins goes to Gentry. Yep. So, the, that's a little nice little, little triangle. triangle yeah. And Earth, these are the leagues where four teams go, right? Sometimes five. Five. Yeah. Five, five in class four. Well, yeah. Which one's in four? That's five eight. Five yeah. eight. Okay. Yeah. That's what I like. I don't like the six teams. Six out of eight get to go. I mean, they don't ask me. But I like it where you got to be in the top four at least. Yeah. Maybe um, top five. Looking also real quickly at the four A four. Lamar had a big bounce back win. Henry. Uh, they still you know just have the one loss. Um, and so Lamar, uh, you know, they had lost the week before quite handily to Benton uh, Hartney Grove. They bounced back this last week, got a big win there. So Josh Jones, uh, you know, they're going to be a team to watch in the playoffs because any team that can run the football effectively as they can, it's going to be tough to handle. And then that's what they do. Uh, looking at the 3A1, no surprise, Boonville, big win. Charleston, big win. That's setting up for a big Boonville-Charleston game in two weeks, right? I think so. Coming in two weeks. Coming in two weeks. And that one will be played in Boonville. And, Ricky, that will be that will be a great game. Hey, what about our man uh, Dax Goff? I guess he got a uh, an offer from Kansas State yes. on his Twitter. Yeah. You know, when I saw that kid play at Harding Academy, and Harding Academy defending chance, they moved up and everything. And I said, man, that Boonville kid, that Dax Goff is a great player. So I'm glad he's getting some recognition and it looked like he's going to get to play some college football, and he's still a junior. Did I read that right? Henry had 200 yards on seven carries. I, I think I read that right. I think so. I think he had uh, 200 on seven it, carries. And yeah. he's a, a killer on defense, too, so he's a great two-way player. That's awesome. That is awesome for him. So that's going on there. So lots of good football in these next four weeks. Lots and lots of good football. Um, and it, it's Ricky, you, you hit it on the head. It's pecking order time. It's yep. it's seeding time uh, for teams in the West. It's it's trying to get that buy, you know that that coveted first round buy if you can get it. Um, and so and some other classifications will get buys too. Not all of them do, but a lot of them do. Um, so those are coveted. Uh, so that's what they're playing for now. 
skipping over to volleyball. Paul, you're down to this year's final week of the regular season. Yes, sir. We're to state tournament uh, in two weeks. In two weeks at Rogers Heritage. At Rod, yes. At Rogers yes, Heritage. Yes. Uh, so Fayetteville last night and, and uh, this week, Paul, saw where they're ranked number eight, uh, number six, six, six nationally. Yes. Uh, six tell us a little bit about what's going on with volleyball. Six by six at max preps. I mean, we we had a little uh, little upset last night. Uh, Bentonville got uh, got Harbor in okay. five last okay. night. Uh, so we got a little uh, a little bit of drama that's that's still possible in okay. the, in in that league. But man, they're just you, you're talking about with Fayetteville, Bentonville, Harbor, Southside, and Southside. Th- yeah. Those four are. I mean, they're as good as anybody. Real good shot. That's the, your final four. Uh, good possibility. Yeah. Good possibility. There may be one team from the Central that might, maybe, maybe Conway. There you go. Uh, looks like Shallow Christian's going to win the four A one. Yeah, yes. No, no surprise yeah, they, there. They've locked up the one seed in their their division. They they split that conference into North and South. Okay. So, and they've already got the one seed in their. And their, their division. Their side. Yeah. Uh, that conference tournament is going to be played at Prairie Grove. Prairie Grove, yes. State, state tournament will be played at, don't remember where. Yeah, I can't I've, remember. I've gone we know that blank. we're hosting two state tournaments in this region. The 6A state tournament will be played at Rogers Heritage. The 2A state volleyball tournament will be played in Mansfield. That's correct. Yes. Uh, so that's, that's uh, coming up in two weeks. Now let's look at golf. Henry, last week, Fayetteville boys wrapped up the 6A boys state championship. They trailed by about 10 strokes after the first round. They were trailing by eight. Or eight strokes. And, and come back and won by three. Came so. back and won by three strokes. So props there to Scott Williams and his boys there, which comes on the heels of previously to that, Springdale Harbor girls had won their third straight yes. state golf championship. So Fayetteville boys in 6A, uh, Harbor girls in 6A also saw where uh, Gravit – Boys or girls? The girls. Girls won the 4A state championship, and and uh, I saw Ozark uh, Catholic. There, I think their golf team maybe maybe finished second um, in their classification. Uh, so lots of good golf. Yesterday, state tennis was played. Class 6A state tennis was played down in Little Rock, Bentonville. They won the girls handily. They had the state championship clinch before even. The championship games were even played for that round, yeah. so it didn't matter who that you know, whoever won it, big deal. Well, the Lady Tigers went ahead and put a little exclamation point on that when Ella Coleman won the singles title, beating uh, the girl from Heritage yep. who won the conference. Right. So, yeah, uh, Devera. Yeah. Uh, Ella Coma, a very interesting story. Uh, she won it as a freshman. Yep, 2020. Finished second in 21. Or, no, she won it as a freshman in 19, I oh, think 19. it was. Oh, 19, okay. And then finished second as a sophomore. But she was hurt all last year and had to sit out the entire season. And then she comes back. Tennis elbow? And wins. Oh, I, I don't, don't know what it was. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. so. I don't know. Uh, well, that's great for them. The boys' side was a 30-team uh they share, 30 teams shared it, I think. It was uh, yeah, like close. four. Something well, like that. two teams shared it, uh, t- shared, shared first place. Who was that, Henry? That was Fayetteville and Jonesboro, who just moved up from uh, 5A to 6A, and that is their fifth straight state championship. They had won four in a row in 5A and there you go. moved up to 6A, and they get to split one with Fayetteville. And you say, yeah, that's 
the one thing about tennis, the way they do it, there's no way you can break. There's no tiebreaker. If you tie, you tie. tie. That's yep. it. And I have seen, you know, the, you know, ties stink and all that, you know. But hey, it beats losing. It says, according to Eric Taylor's story day, um, it was she won it in 2020. Ella Coleman won it in 2020. Um, so good. I mean, that was great. Just a lot of good tennis play. Lots of good golf. Um, and they'll be having the overall state tennis tournament, I think, next week at Rebsman down at uh, Little mm-hmm. Rock. So that'll be going on. Uh, so here's what we have coming up. Cross-country conference meets coming up the end uh, next week or in two October weeks. October 25th. There you go. Uh, tennis, we got state wrapped up there. Got overalls going on uh, next week. Golf is wrapped up. Got overalls going on today and tomorrow mm-hmm. for golf. Volleyball wrapping up. We got, we got state tournaments coming up there two in two weeks there. Football, we are six weeks in, going into the seventh week of games mm-hmm. this week. Man, the season has just all gone flying. by. It's, it's all flying, isn't it? Absolutely. Oh, oh by the way, the, the schools that don't play football, basketball, basketball. begins next week. Next week. You got Ooh. that. So that's defending champion in uh, four, uh, 3A, defending girl state champion Bergman, and their long winning streak that they've got. Going on forty three and zero after la- all their unbeaten run last year. Yeah, so and yeah, uh, you have well, and I think Henry, if I re- if I remember right, I think he- their junior high team was also undefeated. They they were undefeated. <laughs> their seventh grade girls yeah. team was yeah. undefeated, and a little <laughs> on their good player Maddie Holt. She was a part of a doubles team in tennis that I saw where. They finished second in class three A. There you go. There so you go. she's going so to tell play. me they got some athletes. That's what I love about small schools. Yes. Is you see those kids that play it, everything. Yes, and, uh, that's yes. that's awesome. That is fantastic. So it is. Uh, it's busy, but uh, a lot of our seasons are wrapping up um, here in the next couple of weeks. Um, but as soon as they wrap up, you know, then it's going to be basketball time. In fact, basketball before a lot of this wraps up. So you know. I'm kind of the elder guy of all, you know, we're older kind guys, of. and I kind of get a little bit tired, and I was, man, got to do this, got to do that. But what, I take this 100 times over than when we had that year, that COVID year, oh, and yeah. we didn't have anything. I hate so, to even think about that. That yep. was, that was uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, uh, do it for the kids. Do it for the kids, absolutely do it for the kids. So, anyway, that uh, that will kind of wrap up this week's show. we got a lot of ground covered. Leland Barclay wasn't with us today. Um, he's off on assignment or doing something, or his wife may maybe has him doing something. I don't know. <laughs> he he may be like I am, Paula. Sometimes sometimes I have a herfew. I have to I have to adhere to. Yes. Do you ever have those, Ricky? A herfew? Uh, I'm I'm 24 hour lockdown on a herfew. Yeah. yeah. There you go. When I say that, tell tell people that when my wife lets me go play pickleball from time to time, I'll tell them, listen, I'm on a herfew. I got to leave here at seven o'clock because that's what she <laughs> told me. That's, 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 that's my that herfew. Told you that, be that's home. not a that's not optional. No, yeah. not optional. I I've set my set my alarm clock on my phone to go off and when it rings you see you see chip do the 4340 and get to his truck <laughs> yeah, to, to get it's home like, okay yeah absolutely. she's sitting there with her arms folded and her foot tapping where you been where you been boy where you been boy <laughs> yeah. i've heard that yeah well and i and i usually tell her where i've been <laughs> yeah. uh so anyway that will do it for this week's show uh thank you for being with us and of course we're here every week to talk about high school sports so we'd love to have you stay with us come back with us we'll be back here next week to talk more football and whatever else pops up so same bat time same bat channel the prep rally podcast is produced and directed by the northwest arkansas democrat gazette find us on soundcloud apple google play spotify and stitcher